You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. So these two episodes of AEW Dark were taped before Revolution, but they did air after. So they're kind of like, well, I want to say nothing shows, but obviously no storyline implications. Uh, and right off the top, I need to say that Revolution was uh, an amazing, amazing pay-per-view. One of my favorite AEW shows, and I got to see it in a movie theater with friends and the crowd. And uh, it was it was definitely a wonderful experience. First time watching a wrestling show in a movie theater, and I would definitely recommend it if you have a chance. If you can't see it at a bar or anything like that. We start with Monday's AEW Dark Elevation that actually has Paul White and Mark Henry on commentary. Uh, this show is from Daily's Place, recorded um, before the episode of Dynamite last week. Um, and yeah, it's interesting because it's the first time I've probably seen Excalibur not on the show, and it's uh, Paul White was pretty much leading leading this show, so it's pretty interesting. We start with Lance Archer defeating Cameron Stewart very easily, very quickly with the blackout. Ruby Soho defeated Session Moth Martina, making her debut. Martina is pretty popular. You've probably seen pictures or videos of her. Uh, she's an Irish wrestler who's been in progress, OTT, Ring of Honor, and many more for many years. And uh, she hung in there doing her usual dancing antics, but Soho stopped her with the no-future kick for the win. Daniel Garcia defeated Ray J very quickly with the Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpio Sky racking up those wins, defeated Sean Dean, while Ethan Page was on commentary for this one. This match was actually very competitive with the crowd getting behind Dean, but Scorpio Sky ends up stopping him with the TKO for the win. Chris Statlander defeated Emi Sakura with the Big Bang Theory in a hard-hitting match. And the last match was Wheeler Utah defeated Aaron Solo. Uh, QT Marshall came down during this match to distract Utah, but Utah pretended like he got attacked by Marshall, which got Marshall ejected by Bryce Rensburg. And this distraction helped uh, Utah roll up Solo for the pin and the win. 
Tuesday's AEW Dark, this is from Orlando, uh, taped before the Rampage there on Friday. We had Anna Jay defeated Marina Tucker in under a minute with the Queen Slayer. Scorpio Sky defeated Sunny Kiss with the TKO. It was actually a really good match. Uh, Sunny hung in there for sure for the entire match, though. Red Velvet defeated Kiera Hogan with the final slice after a little bit of offense from Kiera. Very competitive match as well here. Top Flight defeated Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth. Now Top Flight, Darius and Dante Martin. This is their first standard tag team match since February of 2021. Um, obviously, uh, Darius came back last week on Dynamite. It was the first official tag team match. And Dante Martin gets the pin on Nemeth after the nosedive. Chris Statlander defeated Kelsey Reagan quickly with the Big Bang Theory. And then Statlander came out with all the best friends, including Danhausen here. So it looks like he's officially part of the group here. We have a uh, Matt Hardy segment backstage. By the st- Actually, they weren't even by the stairwell. I think they are by like some sort of a gate or something. But he was pretty much just hyping up Private Party for the main event tonight. Ruby Soho and AQA making her dark, dynam- uh, her dark debut. Defeated Emi Sakura and Diamante. And AQA gets her first victory in AEW here with a shooting star press and pen on Diamante. The Butcher and the Blade defeated Allen Five Angels and Cole Cabana of the Dark Order. Uh, Cabana, uh, he kind of disappeared for a little bit, I feel like, but he's finally back. This is his first match since December. Uh, but the Blade pins Angels after they hit Drag the Lake and Jose the Assistant on the apron, causing a little bit of a distraction. Nyla Rose defeated Sky Blue with the Beast Bomb. Jay Lethal defeated Serpentico with the Lethal Injection after Luther failed to interfere on the apron. And in the main event here, Private Party defeated Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. Uh, Arn Anderson and Matt Hardy got into a little scuffle outside of the ring with Matt Hardy doing his delete thing. And then Arn pulling out his Glock with his hand. This got Isaiah Cassidy to roll up Brock to get the pin with his foot on the rope for the win. NXT UK, we start with Mark Coffey defeated Shaw Samuels with the glass check. We have a, a segment backstage at the PC with Charlie Dempsey stopping A-Kid and uh, asking for some tips, trying to be sympathetic. It says he's not actually how he, he uh, how A-Kid portrays he is with the D-Familia. But this is only a ruse as D-Familia attacks A-Kid from behind as, as A-Kid makes his way over to the stateside to be part of 2.0 soon. We see a uh, very mysterious video with Isla Dawn singing, kind of like reminded me of like a Disney villain character here, but she was singing about Mako Satomura, so I guess they're going to be doing that match pretty soon. Mustache Mountain, Oliver Carter, and Ashton Smith have a backstage segment, said that due to last week's ending of the match, they should be having a rematch, and they do make that official. Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars defeated Pretty Deadly. Uh, Mastiff finally presented Stars with his own vest before the match after weeks of training. Pretty Deadly tried stealing it and wearing it during the match, but I only aggravate Stars, who pinned Sam Stoker after a powerbomb. We see Zaya Brookside on the phone with her dad, and she asks her for she asks him for a little bit of help. So we'll see who or what that will be. We see another video with that mysterious trucker and the beast running in the woods, and we hear a voice narrating it, saying that they left him to rot. For them, to, for them, the hunt is over, but for him, it's just beginning. So this pretty much uh, solidifies my theory of it being Wild Boar, as he was part of the tag team called The Hunt with Primate. And our main event here was for the UK title. Ia Dragunov defeated Nathan Frazier in a fantastic 15-minute match here um, to retain the title, and uh, he won with the Torpedo Moscow, but... They didn't call it the Torpedo Moscow. In fact, they didn't um, even bill him from Russia or use his music. Now, I've heard like different versions of this. I guess it's not on the WWE Network version that they dubbed his music over, but on the Peacock version, they definitely dubbed it over with some generic music. So it looks like there'll be some changes um, to his character. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. 
Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We go to Impact Wrestling. This is the go-home show for Sacrifice. We have Brian Myers defeated Crazy Steve with the roster cut um, before the Impact. Steve Macklin defeated Eddie Edwards by disqualification after Edwards hit him in the head with a candlestick. stick. After the match, the Impact roster came out to save Macklin, but Honor No More came out. And Maria cut a promo saying that Team Impact are brainwashed and now that Eddie Edwards has come back to reality, it makes them question everything. And then Vincent and Heath went back and forth and it turned into a match, which had Heath defeated Vincent with a wake-up call after Honor No More and Team Impact brawl in and out of the ring. Moose runs in to try to take out Heath, but he stops him with the wake-up call and pins him as Rich Swan kind of makes like the uh, the three count. You know, obviously not official. Masha Slamovich defeated Rachel Ross in under a minute. Uh, Rachel Rose is uh, sorry, Rachel Rose is uh, from Booker T's Reality of Wrestling, and she has appeared in AEW Dark a couple of times. Gorillas of Destiny cut a promo on Jay White saying that this is personal. Violent by Design come in and say that they're on the same side, but G.O.D. says that they aren't. So Eric Young proposes a business arrangement where they can take out the Bullet Club, and G.O.D. agrees. Ace Austin proposes to Mike Bailey to come together and go after the tag team titles, and Bailey agrees. But we see that Madman Fulton feels a little bit insulted by this. Casey Lee defeated Madison Rain with the Inspir- the Inspiral uh, after Rain got distracted with Jesse McKay falling to Caleb with Kay's arms at ringside. Rain and Tenille at the start had uh, designated Caleb to kind of stay in one spot throughout the match, so that's why he didn't move for that spot. Tasha Steele defeated Chelsea Green with Frog Splash. Mickey James was on commentary for this one because the stipulation was that the winner gets to face her. Savannah Evans took out Chelsea outside with the boot, but Mickey didn't get involved as she promised to Chelsea that she wouldn't. Matt Cardona was backstage showing everybody the video of him beating Jordan Grace, but nobody seemed impressed, and Cardona gets upset and says that nobody respects him. So he's going to go anywhere and everywhere to defend this digital media title, which he has been doing lately. Jonah defeated John- Johnny Swinger in under a minute with the tsunami. He tried to attack him after the match, but PCO came out and they brawled, and Jonah hit a tsunami. But PCO just got up and took out Jonah. Gia Miller is interviewing Deanna Perrazzo backstage about her upcoming Champ Champ Challenge, but Giselle Shaw interrupts her and asks if she's accepting the challenge. Uh, but Lady Frost comes in and says that she isn't because she wants a match with Shaw to sacrifice instead. And the main event here was Jay White, the Good Brothers, and Chris Bay of the Bullet Club defeated Gorillas of Destiny, Diener, and Joe Doring of Violent by Design. They couldn't even get the match started as they were brawling from the beginning. Security couldn't stop them, so Scott Demore comes out and makes this a notice qualification match. They end up using every weapon possible. They wrestle both in and out of the ring uh, backstage. They show these dual camera shots during the match. But the match ends with Jay White hitting Diener with a Blade Runner on top of a chair. And then after the match, G.O.D. and the Good Brothers keep fighting backstage. If you want to see the full report of the Sacrifice pay-per-view that took place after this, please go to PostWrestling.com where you will see that. NWA USA, this is the season finale of the NWA USA show. And we have the long-awaited match between Natalia Markova and Mae Valentine. Uh, this is Mae Valentine's first wrestling match, and it does show, unfortunately. Uh, the match went about a minute. 
just really consistent of me, Valentine, just kind of yelling at Markova to not touch her hair. So uh, Camille comes in and she spears Markova, uh, causing disqualification. But Tim Storm comes in and makes a match right away from Markova versus Camille in a non-title match. And this match ends in disqualification as well because Kenzie Page comes out and attacks Markova, causing another disqualification. So Medusa comes out and tells Page that she is being suspended. We go to the main event here was Austin Aries defeated Ricky Morton with a roll-up and a handful of trunks as Kerry Morton, his son, was on ringside watching. NWA Power, this is the third and final Power Trip show. Uh, they tried to start the show interviewing Scion, asking him who his father is, but he says that he's more concerned about fighting tonight. And he does fight because Idol Sports, uh, Idol Mania Sports Management, which is Black G's, Jordan Clearwater, Marche Rocket, and Tyrus, accompanied by Austin Idol, defeated Scion, Mems, and Alex Taylor and Rush Freeman of Ill Begotten. As Tyrus pens Mems after a splash, and after the match, he gives him a heart punch. We go to the I Quit match when Nick Aldis defeated Tom Latimer. This match uses chairs, weapons, steel steps, tables. It got pretty violent here. But the finish came with Aldis putting the Texas Cloverleaf on Latimer while his neck was in between a chair. So Camille comes out and throws in the white towel to end the match. In the main event for the NWA World's Heavyweight title, Matt Cardona defeated Trevor Murdoch to become the new champion. Uh, Cardona comes out wearing tribute gear in the colors of Christian Cage, the former NWA World Champion. This match got bloody. Mur- uh, the ending was Murdoch going into a chair, getting busted open, and Cardona hitting the radio silence for the win. After the match, his wife Chelsea Green, Mike Knox, and VSK come out to celebrate with Cardona. He cuts a promo on his win and says that he wasn't going to do what Shane Douglas did to this title, and he thanks himself for winning this match before he thanks the rest of the people in the ring. Says he's going to save NWA, take him to new heights, and be the greatest champion and he will be the champion forever, and nobody can stop him. But he gets interrupted by Nick Aldis, who says that when he lost to Trevor Murdoch, he never got a rematch, so he's contractually obligated for a rematch and challenges him, and the match will take place at the Crockett Cup, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. NXT Level Up has Dante Chen defeated Javier Bernal with a roll-up. After the match, they shook hands. Tiffany Stratton gets another win, defeated Erica Yan with a standing moonsault and a twisting splash from the second rope. And uh, I have to admit, she looked really good in this match. Probably some of the best moves I've seen from uh, Stratton. And Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza of Legado del Fantasma defeated Idris Enofi and Malik Blade. And the crowd, I actually like this part. So you know how the theme song goes for uh, Legado. They were chanting Legado to the beat of the music, something that I uh, think Davey Portman would appreciate. Uh, so nice little touch here. And Joaquin Wilde gets the pin on Inofe after a little bit of distraction from Ele- Electra Lopez as they hit the high-low double team. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. This is uh, the rival show from Los Angeles. We have TJP defeated Brogan Finley by submission via STF after a Monda splash. And after the match, he cuts a promo calling the United Empire the goats of wrestling. And soon he will be IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion and nobody can stand in his way. But he gets interrupted by somebody who wants to stand in his way. It is Mascara Dorada, the former uh, wrestler known as Grandma Talik from the Lucha House Party comes out. So it looks like we'll be seeing this match and hopefully we'll see more of Dorada in New Japan. Christopher Daniels defeated Carl Fredericks, the best moonsault ever, in a really good matchup. And then Daniels cuts a promo after the match, putting over Fredericks as well as the LA Dojo. In the main event was Jonah and Bad Dude Tito, who they kept calling like the dude and the dog. I guess that's their tag team name. Uh, they defeated Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson, a rematch from a couple of weeks ago. Jonah and Tito get the win after some help from the debuting Shane Haste, uh, formerly known as Shane Thorne, as well as Slapjack from uh, Retribution. Uh, without the mask this time. So he attacks Juice Robinson, and Tito hits a frog splash for the pen, and then Hayes celebrates with Tito and his former TMDK, the Mighty Don't Neil teammate, Jonah, after the match, and they kept attacking David Finley, but his brother Broken Finley comes in, and he gets taken out as well. Hayes and Tito hold down David as he has to watch Jonah hit, the, hit Brogan with the tsunami. WWE main event has only one match this week as Veer Mahan continues his main event streak here, defeating Storm Grayson. Uh, Grayson appeared 
on AEW Dark as Trenton Storm late last year. They also had taped Austin Theory defeating Apollo Crews, but for whatever reason, this match didn't air. Not sure what happened there. The WWE Network editions of the week were ICW Square Go, the 10th annual show, as well as Progress Chapter 129. Uh, this is a show that Davey Portman attended, so you actually will be able to see him front row if you take a look. They did not show the Ring of Honor Gresham match, but they did actually surprisingly include Karen Noor defending the Progress title against Shane Strickland, a.k.a. Swerve the Realist. So, uh, yeah, a little interesting here. I guess they probably won't be showing any Ring of Honor uh, shows or matches on these Progress Network shows. Um, obviously, with the purchase, I'm not sure how it's going to work. Uh, but it should be interesting because the main event for the next show is going to be uh, Gresham defending his title against Karen Noor. It's a title for title match. So I'm not sure if they're just going to skip that or what. Um, so yeah, so unfortunately, it looks like we might not be seeing any Ring of Honor matches uh, on Progress on the network anytime soon. But the fact that we saw Swerve on there is pretty interesting because obviously he's not contracted to... Um, to WWE, and I think at the time of this airing, or even the match itself, obviously, he wasn't signed to AEW yet, so I guess, you know, it was fair game, so we should see how this uh, goes in the future. That is it for me this week, you guys catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.